Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to be talking about signs you're dealing with a psychopath. And those signs will reveal how close you're getting to being in a relationship with a psychopath. This podcast is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, or seeing a psychiatrist. All information is researched and opinions are my own. I am an inpatient registered mental health nurse and professional content developer. So let's start talking about the signs that you're dealing with a psychopath. First of all, being in a relationship with a psychopath isn't as uncommon as you would think. It's estimated that they make up about 4% of the general population. That's four out of every 100 people. How many people have you met in your lifetime? Hmm. How many Facebook friends do you have? If it's over a hundred, um, you at least know four or more. Maybe you know it. Probably you don't. So it's more than likely that you've met at least, like I said, for psychopaths. They can be hard to spot. In a lot of ways, psychopaths are a lot like regular folks. Friendly, charming, likable, and not at all over the top. The pathology kicks in when you get to know them better than a mere acquaintance. The important thing to remember is psychopaths don't have a conscience. They have no barometer for right versus wrong like you and I do. And whatever your relationship with them is, what looks like a fairy tale will wind up being a horrific nightmare. So, Are you nervous? You should be. I'm going to cut straight to the chase and give you 10 steps in the evolution of becoming close to a psychopath because that's what you want to know. You don't want to hear me give you all this garbly gook and science and uh, facts and figures and all this. Here we go. The first thing, they reel you in with intense flattery, love bombing, and undivided attention. Things move way too fast with the psychopath. They are quick to tell you how close they feel to you or how much you were meant to be. They seem to be fascinated with you on every level. 
they invade your social media world and your physical world. They are obsessed with you. They also play on your emotions with sympathy, please, and pity, please. They may come off as highly innocent, and they tell you that they hate drama. They'll talk about their abusive ex who is still in love with them, and realistically, they have more drama surrounding them than anyone you've ever known. Also, they instigate and draw you into love triangles. Former lovers, friends, people who they say they didn't choose because they chose you. You'll be made to feel competitive with all of these people for your psychopath's time and attention. And by throwing in a good sprinkling of people they previously denounced like exes, they can keep you perpetually confused. Also, they constantly rewrite reality and exhibit other crazy-making behavior. They'll act in manipulative ways, and then when confronted with their own actions, they'll deny or just simply ignore the evidence of their behavior. Toxic people condition you to think your reaction to their treatment is the problem instead of the treatment itself. Psychopaths also are really good at gaslighting you. And I'm going to have a future podcast on gaslighting, but please keep that in mind. I'm not going to go into uh, much depth because I want you to listen to that future podcast on gaslighting. But please know, psychopaths are experts at gaslighting you. They also intentionally provoke emotions and then attack you for doing so. They use your manufactured reactions to gain sympathy from other targets, trying to use this information to prove how hysterical you've become. You probably once considered yourself to be a pretty easygoing person, but an encounter with a psychopath will temporarily turn that idea upside down. Oh, they also lie just pathologically. They're pathological liars. Your psychopath makes up excuses for things that don't need even excusing. They spin lies faster than you can ask questions to the point where you have to wonder why on earth they do this. It is pathologically driven. They get a sense of satisfaction out of hoodwinking people, no matter what. They maintain their own innocence while provoking rivalries and jealousy. Once they've smothered you 
with affection and attention, it feels strange when they begin to become distant from you. They do things all the time that make you doubt your place in their world. They bait previously denounced exes and attend to others' activities while ignoring yours. So you're scratching your head thinking, did I misinterpret what this relationship was all about? Something has changed here. And it it isn't me. What is going on? They also destroy your self-esteem by withholding attention. They become really annoyed that you expect them to work to maintain the relationship that they initiated. You begin to feel like you're a chore to them. Then they exhibit selfishness and a need for attention that's impossible to state. Their demand for adoration is impossible to fulfill. You thought you were the only one who could make them happy, but it now looks like anyone with a pulse (laughs) will fill the role. They drain energy from you and consume your whole life. You don't recognize your own feelings. You're overwhelmed by panic and anxiety. Your natural love and compassion has been stifled. You feel anxious and unhinged every moment of every day. You have no idea what happened to your relaxed, fun-living, carefree self. You can even tear apart your entire life looking for some reason all this has happened. You won't find one. These relationships leave nothing but damage. That being said, they are great teachers on what to never do again. And the first step for healing after a relationship with a psychopath is no contact. It's hard, but it has to be done for the healing to begin because in many instances, they will come back. They will (laughs) come back. So there's a couple of other things I wanted to just mention. And that is when you're dating psychopath, uh, the first trait that comes to surface is that pathological lying. And then, unfortunately, it can be difficult to catch a psychopath lying as they often strategically plan deceitful stories. They're actually planning deceitful stories. They often tend to have a superficial charm that may have got their partner addicted in the first place. This can make their other half doubt their suspicions. Their perception of self-worth is typically extremely high, as I mentioned. And the reason psychopaths are good at manipulating is that they typically study people's behavior 
and skillfully use it to control them. So if you are in a relationship with a psychopath and manage to resist, resist their manipulation, they will often throw a toddler's tantrum full of frustration, anger, nagging, or repetitive conversations, and of course the pity puppy eyes as a final attempt to make you feel sorry for them and give in to their wishes. The lack of guilt or remorse is particularly hard to deal with, but don't expect it to change. Research suggests the brains of psychopaths are wired this way. Actually, wired this way. It's clearly also exhausting to be in a relationship with someone who struggles to feel empathy. However, some studies have indicated that psychopaths may actually have the ability to feel empathy. Hmm both on an intellectual and emotional level, but can choose to disregard it as if they have an emotional off switch? Huh. Similarly, it seems psychopaths are often aware of the wrongfulness in their negative behavior, but act in the way, in that way, in any case, due to their lack of self-control. It's, if you're a romantic partner of a psychopath, you'll soon realize it's hard work to keep up with their continuous need for stimulation and unrealistic long-term goals. Their lack of self-control can also get you in trouble. For example, a psychopath may be rude to your colleagues or embarrass you at a party. Psychopaths also tend to show traits of sociopathy and narcissism, and both traits have been correlated with infidelity. In fact, a recent study that examined how psychopathic traits play out in romantic relationships also found that manipulation to gain sex may be a common approach. While many of these traits are off-putting, men and women seem to struggle with different things when living with a psychopathic partner. So women handle it different than men. Women are more likely to resent their partner's behavior and gradually end the relationship. Now, men, men are more likely to experience an increased fear of rejection due to their partner's impulsive behavior. So how do you deal with rejection? People who find the strength to get unhooked from a romantic relationship with a psychopath may find that their other half actually feels sorry, but that's most likely to be because they are no longer able to own control and use them anymore. And if you dump a psychopath and later try to get them back, you are unlikely to be successful. 
Their lack of empathy means that they will take no responsibility for what went wrong in the relationship and offer to change going forward. Instead, they will most likely, as I mentioned, blame the outcome on you or anyone else but themselves. This attitude comes from their belief that if you are feeling hurt, then it is your responsibility and your problem. In other words, you let this happen to yourself. However, if their next romantic partner is not as challenging, interesting, and fruitful as they hope for, this is what I mentioned, they might come right back to you full of deceitful apologies and newfound meaning in your relationship, along with promises of love. That is because psychopaths tend to live a parasitic lifestyle, feeding off others and taking more than they give. That means they may want to have your friends, resources, and even your financial status back as their own. All that said, psychopaths do appreciate their relationships in their own way. They do suffer pain, feel loneliness, have desires and feel sadness if they don't receive affection. Clearly, dating a psychopath is not for everyone. But some people can see beyond the negative traits and accept a psychopath partner as they are, ultimately having greater chance of seeing the relationship succeed. This is real life. I'm Lisa. Please stay well.